Don't you just love the amazing way that God works things out in His perfect timing? When I started this podcast, my goal was to work my way through the Bible, one or two women at a time. I didn't pay any attention to the calendar until this past week. As I started to write the script about Moses' two moms, it hit me how amazing it would be if they tied in with Mother's Day. Sure enough, when I checked my calendar, there they were, already scheduled for the week before Mother's Day. Way to go, God! Now, before I go any further, just a note of clarification. Last week, I introduced voice actors and guest experts. I thought it would add to the podcast. But I've been blessed with a number of painfully honest friends and listeners who have confirmed what I suspected as I recorded and edited last week's episode. The consensus is unanimous. It didn't work. Apparently, people much prefer my solo-style storytelling versus breaking it up with other people. So this week, we're going back to the original format. Hi, and welcome to All God's Women. I'm Sharon Wilharm, your host for the show, and I am excited to be taking you on a journey through the Bible, focusing our attention on All God's Women. We'll be talking about women you've heard all your life and women you've never heard of. Each has a story to tell, and I can't wait to share them. Together, we'll discover life lessons we can take away from each of these ancient women and apply them to our modern-day lives. Join us each week for the latest episode of All God's Women. We're living in scary times right now. And quite honestly, it's not the ideal time to be having a baby. As a result of COVID-19, dads are not being allowed in the delivery room, families are not allowed in the hospitals, and grandparents aren't able to hold their new grandbabies. It's tough, but nothing compares to what Jacob had faced with the birth of her baby boy. As you'll recall from last week, the Pharaoh of Egypt had been foiled by the midwives, but he wasn't giving up. As the Hebrews continued to multiply and grow in strength, he ordered that all baby boys born to the Israelite women were to be thrown into the Nile River. The girls would be allowed to live. Imagine being pregnant, looking forward to the birth of another precious child, and the ruler of the land announces that if your baby is a boy, he'll be drowned in the Nile River. Not exactly the future that mothers have for their sons. But when Moses was born, Jochebed, his mother, recognized that he was special, and she defied the king's orders, and she hid her baby boy for three months. But babies can only stay hidden for so long. And the time came when she could hide him no longer. So being a resourceful mom, she found a basket just the right size, covered the outside with asphalt and pitch, and laid her sweet baby boy in the basket. When the time came for the royal women to gather at the riverside for their baths, Jochebed carefully placed the basket in the crocodile-infested river, shoved it in the direction of the palace beach, and assigned Miriam, her daughter, to keep a watch on it. Sure enough, as the young women prepared for their bath, 
Pharaoh's daughter noticed the basket floating among the reeds and asked her servant to retrieve it. Pharaoh's daughter peeked in the basket, saw the crying baby, and felt compassion for him. On cue, Miriam popped out from her hiding place, asking the princess if she needed a Hebrew woman to nurse the baby for. She did. It didn't take long for Miriam to scurry home, grab her mom, and return to the palace shore where Pharaoh's daughter was waiting with baby Moses. In a most unusual family situation, Moses' birth mom was paid by his adopted mom to nurse him and take care of him during the early years of his life. Then when the time came for him to be weaned, Jochebed took Moses to the palace where he was to remain for the rest of his growing up years and early adulthood. I'm sure that in Jochebed's plans for her son's life, she never imagined co-parenting with an Egyptian princess. But look at how God used each of these women to impact his life. Jochebed provided the spiritual training, teaching him the ways of our Lord. But Pharaoh's daughter also helped mold him with education and influence. God knew that Moses needed more than just one Hebrew mom. He needed the influence of both women in order to fulfill the mighty task that God had in store for him. How often do we think we know what our children need? When in reality, we have no clue. Fortunately for Moses, Jochebed was strong in her faith, and she trusted God with her beloved son. She allowed God to work in ways that made no sense to her, but she took life day by day in obedience to him, even when that meant handing her baby boy over to a pagan princess. We too need to trust God even when we don't understand what he's doing. Lord God, we come to you today thanking you for the many ways that you work behind the scenes preparing us for the days to come. Thank you for doing what is best for us, even when it makes no sense to us. Lord, I pray especially for mothers and stepmothers, that you would provide wisdom and guidance and direction for each day, in the minor decisions, as well as the major. I also pray today for those women who long so desperately to be mothers, but who remain childless. Lord, be with those women. Remind them of how important they are in ways they may never imagine. Bless them and shower them with a little special love this Mother's Day weekend. For those moms whose children have gone astray, Give them peace. Reveal yourself to them and remind them that it's not over yet and that you're still at work in their children's lives. We love you so very much. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. If you'd like to learn more about Moses to Moms, check out the show notes where I provide the scripture reference as well as additional resources available so that you may study these two women more in depth. That concludes today's episode of All God's Women. But I'd like to give a quick shout out to author Angela Donadio and actors Brenda Cozzi, Katie Wozman, and Steve Shermitt, who contributed to this week's episode before I decided to go back to the solo format.
If you enjoyed this episode of All God's Women, would you mind taking a moment and leaving a rating and a review? It will help more listeners find us and encourage them to take a listen. Thank you. If you enjoy All God's Women, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you're listening directly from the All God's Women website, you can scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the link that invites you to have each episode delivered directly to your inbox. Or if you're listening via a podcast platform, just click on the subscribe button. And if there's a notification option, click that too, so you'll be notified each time a new episode is released. While you're at it, be sure to tell your friends all about All God's Women so they can enjoy it as well. If you enjoy listening to All God's Women podcast and radio show, you're going to love my brand new Women of Prayer Bible study. Get to know the character of God by studying the prayers of women in the Bible. Grab your copy today, available in paperback and Kindle.